Episode 250. You didn't really believe all that nonsense, did you? The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode, like it or not. And that's why we decided to do a half hour weekly. So, yeah, you know, but now we're back to half hour wasted. That makes a lot more sense, though. <laughs> I've been waiting for that. Uh, it is good to be back to half hour wasted. Yeah. What's her name? Heather? Was that the name of the girl who does our VO at the beginning? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. She said it best. You know, you really didn't believe that nonsense, <laughs> did you? Yeah. So I uh, wanted to come back uh, episode 250 and go, hey. That have our weekly thing? Yeah, we were just kidding. Now, well, at, at we some were. point, we were, were totally just. Kidding. We were kidding. Yeah. It was a joke. Do you want? Do you want to just dive it into a, a right joke now about what was going on with it and how it started and stuff? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so half yeah. hour wasted is back. It the half hour weekly thing uh-huh. was a total joke, guys. Um, just to kind of, we were putting, we were planting in those seeds about two forty six, two forty six, two forty six. Wait a minute. Wait, before we go that? any further. Merry Christmas to you guys and to our listeners. Hey, and yeah. uh, Happy New Year. Because this episode is released on Christmas Day. This is our Christmas gift to you, the listener. We need uh, sleigh bells. <laughs> that's that's good enough, that's man. Okay. Pretty good, I guess. I can... It's going to be me, hard. Let me just start a little bit of... Okay. Oh, that's oh, nice. A little bit of... And I'll, I'll pull it under in a minute. Mm-hmm. But yes, Merry Christmas to everyone. Do we exchange uh, gifts? Uh, this not, year? Not, not yet. Not okay. yet. Let's do it in a minute. Um, but no, continue the uh, the story. So we decided to, you know, half when? our wasted. We have. I need a timeline. Okay. Uh, earlier this year, I, w- I would say probably around April or June, we decided to have a summit. Was, we we have these summits. Every it was so back often. during the summer. Summer. It was like this is like six months ago, people. And and we were coming out with a timeline for okay. Well, what do we want to do for this month and that month? Now we never do concrete plans. But we come up with ideas, like maybe we should do interviews around here. Right. Hey, big movies coming up around this time. We maybe haven't had concrete plans since, like, the first couple episodes Bill was on. Well, we just yeah. spent <laughs> a month with concrete plans. It's true aggravating. That. True that. And it is you so know, nice to not have to do anything. Wow. I guess. Pre-pro. I guess to say to say that we had concrete plans. It's more of a roadmap. It's not. It's okay, not planned. It's a roadmap as to where we went ahead. That's right. a good way to put it. Somewhere along the line, we came up with, wouldn't it be funny if we changed the format of the show? Not we. Me. Let's give credit Brad. where credit is due. Huh? I'm proud of the idea. I was the one that came. I thought in, it was my idea. No. I was the one that said, look, we're approaching 250. Yeah. Let's, let's change it. 
Then we all developed the idea. Ah. But I was the one that said, "Here, I'm thinking, what if we did something silly for 250 yeah. Now, I thought, and again, this was six months ago, I thought that we were going to do, hey, why don't we shoot for April Fool's? Well, we had definitely talked about yeah, that. Yeah, like we April had... Fool's will change the format. In fact, I think we had, at one point, we had even talked about our spouses or significant others kind of taking over the mics for us. Like, we wouldn't oh, even be on that show. Right. Don't, don't blow up so too. But see, there, Frank. Therein, <laughs> lies, therein lies the problem, is that only two out of the three of us have one of those. Whoever it, I would be quarter, dating if you will. that we mm-hmm. would be in here. So okay. That, okay. that, that would be the, the plan on that. Punch in the fist. You know, Punch I love it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah. teasing you. Boom. But, so, uh, but yeah. so with that, so as Brad said, the idea got developed. Brad came up with the idea. We talked some more. Yeah, all three of us definitely developed this whole thing. It wasn't, it wasn't all me. I don't want. I don't want. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that. I was the spark, but then Bill and Frank were the flames. Damn the right. fan, the flame, yeah. the air, the oxygen. Correct. Whatever. And we, we hope you enjoyed it because it was fun for us. We were really nervous about it. Um, if DC fact, and Marvel can do it, yeah. we can do it, <laughs> well, right? Yeah, it was a good idea. And I feel my part in the process is to um, uh, push an idea um, past any reasonable boundaries. No, we, I, all, we all, we, I think we're all generally happy with what happened. It was an evolving process, too. Yeah. It was really interesting. Um, I would say we, when in our second summit where we actually planned uh-huh. half-hour weekly, yeah. we came up with plans, and I think 95% of the plans actually came to fruition. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. There were uh, racist came, uh, let's get racist, came up very early. I wanted to do a segment where we said, where we said something outrageous, like... Uh, and I think I threw out yeah. racist at some point. Like, we should yeah. say, hey, it's time to get racist. And we had to figure out what that meant. There were, then, yeah. there we, were we, many high fives that were given. <laughs> right. When, and I believe Bill actually stood up out of his chair and knocked it back into the waitress behind him. <laughs> and he put both hands up and gave us simultaneous high fives. Nice. That was I mean, nice that was, of me. Yeah, that was Really awesome, awesome comics yeah. in stores today. But not everything works the way you think it's going to. Um, uh, my Kill Whitey segment idea didn't fly with these guys. <laughs> no. Of course, it, it wasn't an acronym. I was actually espousing It morphed Whitey, into, so. you know, let's you know, get racist. Yeah, I was afraid that, um, you know, my idea might get, uh, you know, taken too far by the listeners. Now, what, what segments didn't make it that we can remember? Um, now, we, we, we knew we were going to do weather sports. Mm-hmm. We wanted it to be a professional podcast. That was the idea. This has to be a professional podcast, guys. We have to sound like we have sold out completely. Well, and now that I think about it, um, <clears throat> maybe one of the only things that didn't actually happen was an honest-to-goodness real interview. Yeah. Yeah. We had our fake interview, which I still listen to because it <laughs> makes me laugh. You guys did incredible job with that. That's the beauty of improv. Yeah, it was it was awesome. And that wasn't that wasn't not and that part the Ray Ramita uh, Ray Ramita Junior John John Ramita Junior uh, skit was not planned until like maybe a day before. Oh, we, because right. we didn't have plans. we came up with it at lunch. We came up with it at lunch. A fake interview was in the cards, but we yeah. didn't have any idea of what it would be. And so that formulated very quickly. So yeah. that came out very good. Well, it was funny. Uh, Frank Frank and I were standing in the uh, in, in the department uh, we work at uh, just talking about this. Mm-hmm. And um, Frank says, yeah, we should do a fake interview with, I don't know, uh, John Romita. And boom, 
Yeah. We took it from there. That was essentially it. We told Brad, and Brad was like, oh, okay, that sounds good. And then the magic kind of came up. Yes. And uh, that was that gag wasn't written, by the way. No. So that was no, uh, it was completely that, off y'all's heads. That I mean, explains uh, that's very explains awesome. the extremely poor content. No, that, that it was segment. genius. So you know that's what happens when two people who are reasonably sober uh, just decide to wing things. You know, uh, which pretty much explains the first two hundred forty five episodes too. Exactly. So uh, you know. so I'm extremely happy with the way Half Hour Weekly came out. <laughs> um, we prop- have to give props to Mike Schwartz. Who, yeah, Mike. Yeah. Let me see if I can find that tweet. Now I got to say too that one of the one of the concerns that um, that the professor had, and I I totally got this. You know, I was I was right there with her. She uh, when I tell her, you know, what we're planning on doing, she goes, "Well, what if everybody likes the new <laughs> show better?" And I said, "Yes, that thought had crossed my mind." Um, so you know, who knows? Yeah, you know, if you if you cats, you crazy. Kooky cats out there did like it better. Yeah, Mike Schwartz said, I, and we mentioned this last week, I think the new format is a big laugh slash put on, which <laughs> is supposed to entertain but make us yearn for the old format. Um, it was at least part of that, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, uh, the words of, uh, words of John Cleese, I think he hit the nail on the head. Yeah. The, um, so good job, Mr. Schwartz. You the, nailed it. There was a worry that uh, maybe... It wouldn't come across as funny. You know, there, there were a lot of concerns about, like, what if this just fails miserably? Like, what if we can't miss? Because yeah. the, the problem <laughs> with putting together that, those four episodes, was, as Brad said earlier, we had to have bits written. We had to have, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, skits done, ads produced. Right. Uh, we had to go out and find our news. Now that all that kind of sounds kind of easy, but I mean, when you actually have to sit down and write it, that takes time. And and you it, guys, it does. Well, you guys pulled. Hard. You guys, in the words of Richard Attenborough, spared no expense. <laughs> uh, you pulled all the stops out when it came to writing those those uh, promos, and uh, I mean, I, they made me laugh. And Good. I was extremely happy with it. That's awesome. Uh, those things come together fairly quickly too. I. I I can spin one from for some people they conception do. to writing as to evidenced by my hhwlod.com promo. <laughs> okay, Th- that that was you know garbage. Okay, you know for some people it's easy. Uh, for know. some people it's easy. For some people it's well. Not. For me, I found out that um, and this is kind of dangerous. I, luckily, I don't do this professionally, but uh, I've always kind of wondered if I, I could do something like that. Um, but for me, I rely almost entirely on inspiration. It's it's very for me. It's ninety nine percent inspiration and only one percent perspiration, <laughs> uh, because you know until I'm driving home in the car, kind of daydreaming and you know, st- you know, steering around the accident scene. Um, it's it it takes that moment in time where your brain literally just kind of leaves and it's kind of looking down at you and you're driving around and it goes, hey, I've got an idea. Um, or you, you know, you hear something funny on the radio, it spurs an idea, and you know that kind of thing. So for for what I, I for what I do for a living, I yes. have to. I mean, I produce anywhere from seventy five to a hundred commercials a year. Yes. So I'm. I mean, I always have to be in that wheelhouse of just like you know how's yeah. this going to work and getting the writing right and moving on to the next one. So I struggle with that a lot. There's I, a lot of laying down in bed. And thinking, crying yourself to sleep. Well, I have to. I actually have to keep a pad by my bed because sometimes I'll get an idea and you write it down, and then hopefully the next day you can use it and stuff. That's uh, that's how I work. 
That's great. It's glad to know <sighs> that uh, we think so much alike. Yeah. Hey, have you guys have you guys mm-hmm. heard this this guy? He's Michael Bublé. Oh yeah. I mean, he sounds like friggin' Saint, Saint Frank Sinatra. It's the, amazing. Uh, the professor, gosh, five, six, seven years ago. He's got a great um, voice. She had a job. Um, uh, Louisville School District called her in. Um, I mean, the school year had started. It was it was two or three weeks into the fall semester. They called her and said, will you please come and work as a theater teacher for us? And I said, yeah, you might. we worked at Prime Media at the time. And I said, you know, I'm kind of expecting them to chain the doors shut any day now, so you might want to take right, this right. and uh it turned out to be two a uh, few years down the road but uh um she took the job and uh for christmas uh, she ended up getting me a michael buble disc that was a like a live disc i think well you're a sinatra but, fan to begin well, with and i am for, yeah. for darn sure but uh she asked her students and say so again this is back probably in 05 but she asked her students hey what's uh what's hip what should we you know what 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 should i get uh you know, my did she actually say hip kids well i think she did she was like you know what's you know what well are, you're what pretty you hippie professor why what, what are the teenagers listening and to her uh, her theater kids uh told her um uh michael buble and, he was uh, on saturday night live last weekend yeah he has a funny jimmy name. fallon he's mm-hmm. pretty good yeah you gotta pronounce um, his name correctly buble right hey uh Elizabeth Tiny Hill, Buble. BDS Murph. Yes. I am going to punch you in the face, Don't cat. Don't punch my dang cat in the face. Dude. Elizabeth Hill, BDS Murph, sent us an email. Congrats oh, we're going to do feedback, too. Yeah, congrats on 250, guys. I just wanted to take a moment to say thanks for putting out such a great podcast. Ever since your show was recommended to me, I've been laughing till my abs hurt <laughs> on an almost daily basis. Oh, Being a chick... And a bit of a comic book, video game, action figure geek. It's great to have a show like this that lets me get my geek on and have a good laugh at the same time. You guys have yet to steer me wrong on any recommendations made on your show. Except for Brad. No. (laughs) When did I recommend? Keep up the awesome work. Here's to 250 more. Good Lord. I distinctly remember you telling me you didn't like uh, the first Star Wars Star Trek movie. Is the last one, air quotes, whatever that means. What did you say? 300 right. is our last one, air well, quotes. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I would expect something along the lines of Half Hour Weekly for episode 300. Will they come back? Tune in next week and find out. Um, you know, one of the Let's things I, I really wanted to... And I said... I, so I kind of halfway... Three, episode 300, I'm sorry, is pretty much going to air December 21st, 2012, right? Well, let's see. Dude, shows. dude I just... That just hit me. Mm-hmm. Our la- <laughs> episode 300 is going to air right before the the stinking world ends wow. on December 21st, 2012. That's pretty crazy. Has okay. anybody considered that? I never no. I hadn't thought of that. I mean, we all knew episode 300 was going to be the last one. We just mm-hmm. didn't. We haven't known why up until now. It's <laughs> well, it's be, actually going to be everyone's be last episode. It's going to be because the Mayan calendar ends. Well, we're not talking about everybody else. <laughs> we're talking about us. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, hey, CGS is going to be up to episode what eighteen thousand by then? Yeah, okay? exactly. And the Great Raging Bullets is going to be up to episode like five hundred by then. But you know, we'll be at three hundred because we, frankly, we lag behind the curve. Mm. Hey, no, we even because set the, we mm-hmm. we take, you know, we take our time. Where is it? You know, one a week. It's a definite you know, There's a reason why we do one a week. Yeah. yeah. Now, unlike Raging and Bullets, it's not our, because we're lazy. Yeah, our shows aren't two and a half hours long anymore. <laughs> so. That's no, one we've thing. Really yeah. We've really whittled that down. We're, we're a little bit more. It's more a, a fun size package. You know, yeah, compared to Raging Bullets. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm pimping Raging Bullets because 
I had a, well, I mean, I had a those, geek out moment two or three days ago. And for those who don't know, yes. what is Raging Bullets? Raging Bullets is uh, um, it is a podcast um, by two great to, gentlemen devoted to DC Comics. Yeah, um, but a couple days ago, uh, I look at my um, uh, look at my my phone thingy, and it tells me that uh, Sean Whalen at Raging Bullets is now following my tweets. Nice, dude. Tell me, I, I and I really, I truly, I wanted to send him a direct message and say, how the heck do you know about me? I'm a nerd. I'm a nobody. You are with Raging Bullets, and you are an awesome man. And I hope your teaching job is going well, Sean. Um, so, you know, very, very good times. The only other things it made me smile. I have left to say about yes. Half Hour Weekly is that it was fun. It was a novelty. Um, in my own way, it was a kind of a commentary on the whole renumbering of comic books and then on an anniversary issue going back to the regular numbering and, and name, you know. DC and Marvel do it and I thought it would be fun to do it. I'm sorry, um, so you were you read subtext into Half Hour Weekly? I did. <laughs> you were said you were an intellectual snob. I'm trying of the highest trying. order. You should be um, shamed. But fear not. Uh we are back to half hour wasted. Don't be surprised if uh, we get racist again in the future because yeah. that was a lot yeah. of fun. That was, yeah. I that think we're going to get racist. Hey, is this a good time to set the table for the uh, the episode tonight? Sure. Should why we go not? ahead and tell them what's going to happen tonight? Sure. I mean, now that we got like ten minutes left. <laughs> um, no, uh, see, I just we're not we're not strictly episode. Uh, oh, really? Thirty minutes. Okay. Anymore. Yeah. No. Well, uh, for episode two fifty, um, I decided, uh, and, and it's also one of the last episodes of two thousand eleven. I figured. Um, we need to take a look back at one it of the more... It is the last episode of 2000. Okay, well, in that case, uh, bingo. Um, I just I, I figured that we needed to take a look back at one of the more important news stories of 2011. Um, so we Should will I do cut that... the Christmas music? No, we will do that uh, with a dramatic reenactment uh, here okay. shortly. And the uh, by the way, music. everybody, the return of... What? The audio tweet. Oh, yes. Oh, it's back. Okay. Audio so, uh, well, you know, I don't know if it's back forever. Maybe this is the last one ever. Uh, you know, maybe pe- the people will stop listening now. But uh, I figured, you know what? It's an anniversary episode, and I didn't have time to come up with a list. So we're going to uh, I threw gonna, a tweet together. We're going to exchange gifts, Only right? my finest tweet. Oh, yeah. You want to? Now, yeah, we had a rule later. this year. Yeah, this year it, we, we decided. Spend less than $100 each no, on that, each other. That, uh I, I I said to Frank and Bill right because I've been you know woefully underemployed Get that. that I said hey uh, I'm going to be lacking in the Christmas gift um, okay uh, department this year oh, and yes. Frank said I said you know what we need to do we need to make gifts and uh, I, I thought fact, that was fantastic and I think your gifts are in here <laughs> are they really <laughs> which it's a, it is a Taco Bell. 32-ounce cup. Wow. Your yeah. gifts are in here. Hey, by the way, oh, okay. what's up with the Taco Bell at work? Why haven't I been able to get tacos this week? Taco Bell, for some reason, at our building, which is a government building, right. has a cafeteria in it with a whole bunch of places. Pizza Hut and Taco Bell closes the week uh, before Christmas. Is, this a, it, is it, this a usual thing? All, yes. All Pizza Huts and Taco Bells? No, no. Just in our building. We have a Starbucks. We have a... Uh, a Burger King. We have a Subway. Do you have a Starbucks inside your Starbucks? Yeah, we have a. There's a little Starbucks inside the Starbucks. Yeah, that'd yes. be awesome. Yeah, but uh, you have to like coffee. I though, tweeted so. earlier. I tweeted. I wish there was a Taco Bueno inside this Starbucks. <laughs> oh, nice. 
But uh, yeah, isn't that weird, Bill? That they just close. Yeah, it is. And it's just Taco Bell and Pizza. I don't know why they do that. Yeah. I guess I, what, what what's up know. what's up with that? My my guess is is it must have to do something to uh, the amount of food they order for the people to come in, and there is lower people in our office around this time. They so are owned by the same company, times. by the way. Yeah, right. Yes. If there was a uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken in there, uh-huh. it would have closed also. You know what I heard today? Ta- Kentucky Fried Chicken in Japan is becoming the new Christmas meal to have there. Really? Yeah. Like, Catch a bucket? Yeah. Like wow. in Japan, that's like their Christmas thing. Oh, my gosh. Is that I weird? Want, oh, that's very weird. Dang, I want some fried chicken now. <laughs> is it just me? Or, or, or does fried no, chicken taste good? It doesn't, there, it doesn't help that I'm basically fried starving. around here? Uh, I don't know where the nearest KFC is, but there's a... Uh, there's a to, churches, to the fried chicken mobile. Yes, there's a Church's or a Popeye's, one of the mm, two, Popeyes. on Preston. Popeye's. Just Spicy Popeye's? Literally just like a uh, block south of the tollway. Oh, boy. A uh, block south of 190. Popeye's the poor man's Church's Should we, so, should we uh, yeah. start with the festivities with a uh, dramatic dramatic reading? Is that Do you want to do that Is now? it time for a hard-hitting uh, news package? Why Let's not? do it. We yeah. could do that. Okay. Have you guys said it, everything you wanted to say about Half Hour Weekly? Um... Yeah, I think okay. I have. I okay. hope you guys liked it. Now, do, were we going to do feedback? Do we want to feedback now? We do did we... our feedback. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. okay. Um, that's cool. it? Yeah, that's wow. it. <laughs> that's it. We stink. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you for episode 251. Now, this is... Um, that cat has gotten fat. Which one? The the orange one? I, no, which the, one is the it? The one that was a kitten at one point. Oh, by oh, the way. Okay. I yeah, guess she, they were all kittens at one point. She likes to eat. Dennis Pooh will not be joining us tonight. Aww, well, I got screw it. you, Dennis Pooh. Hey, we had dinner. I was with looking a forward to ago. cake. Him and young Alex. You're a big tease. Dennis Pooh uh, said he may drop off some cake for us today, but uh, he here's his email or his text. Yes, got lost, gave up, brick house after. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Yes, oh, uh, but no, thank you. Do you guys want to meet him? Because I'm I'm going no. to work. After, no. All right, I'm gonna text him. I loves me some Dennis, but tell uh, him we love him. But no, yeah, I got some. I got uh, got lost. Try GPS. Yeah, I got a beer yeah. and I need some chicken. Um, so um, yeah. That's so from. when you're done with that text, mm-hmm. uh, Frank, then we'll do our dramatic reading, right? Should I should I oh, open the oh, script? Hey, just uh, you can open the script if you want. But again, um, I will be playing the part of Miley. Okay. Frank will be playing the part of Emily. Okay. Brad will be playing the part of Marcus. Twice. There's it says all three of us, so we all have to say that in unison. Okay, do this, we need this any producing on the air. Background music of any kind. Mm-hmm. Um, now it looks like Bill no, has some I got stuff it. queued up. I got so it. Oh, it looks, you got it. I got it. Oh, I just I need to. Plug, I, need I do need to plug, plug it. Please. I need to plugs me in though. Plug it in. I need to plug, plug it, it in. in. Yeah. While we're while we're plugging in and and, and preparing, uh, let me just run down these real quick. Okay. The Dark Knight Rises trailer looks mm-hmm. really good. Yes. The yeah. Prometheus. Trailer. Uh-huh. Okay. Brad me and what is me Prometheus? This morning. It's the Ridley Scott alien prequel. You know, he said it probably he said it wasn't an alien prequel. Why are they being coy it's about that? It's an alien prequel when you look at the trailer. Why Holy are, crap, I'm excited. Well, I mean, Why are they it, being coy about that? Seriously. Well, I mean, maybe maybe there are no aliens in it, or maybe there's just a scene with one uh, one one scene with the aliens, or maybe they just show the eggs. You know, yeah. they, they he may mean I think it like he that. was saying that because he didn't want us to expect the xenomorphs, you okay. know, the aliens, yeah. but 
when you watch the trailer, you know it's an alien prequel. So, Holy um, crap. Is Prometheus the name of the I don't know what that is. space boat that I don't they know. ride I don't, in? I don't know Prometheus what Prometheus is. is the god that gave humans fire, yes. the Greek god. Yes. So, or the oh, wow. Roman, Look whatever. The big brain on Frank. <laughs> I know. Congratulations. So um, that that may have a connection. Who knows? And then the uh, Hobbit. The Hobbit trailer looks really good. Gave me goosebumps. Now, I, ha- I have to say, Hobbit, I'm going to see the movie. I yeah. love Lord of the Rings. Even Great, when you heard Gollum at the end. I, I did. I, it didn't excite me because it yeah. looked like it looked like the rest of the movies in that. OK, this is going to be a quality movie. You know, I needed to see some sword play. I needed to see a dragon. I needed to see something other than hobbits hanging around in a house. Yeah. You know, and finally, well, and I wanted the three I, stooges. I watched on a phone. Uh, it looks fun. Oh my! I'm not sure I'm on board with the three I know, I'm stooges. Kidding. I, I don't think I could take 90 minutes of kinda. that. It's my problem. I'm kind of kidding about yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Now, if it had Sean Penn and Jim Carrey <laughs> in it, you've got oh dude, you've got been great. audio cues. But do we need an underlying bed or anything? Uh, no, no. Okay, thank that's you. cool. All right. Um, okay. So Should we do uh, this? Yeah. Uh, bring the uh, bring the music just a touch under real quick, and then uh, we'll um, hit me. You okay. got it playing? Yeah. Uh, all right, so oh, this is a, good. ladies and gentlemen, this is a dramatic reenactment. This is meant to be taken seriously, and uh, this is a uh, this is a cautionary tale. One of the uh, cautionary tales that came out in 2011. There were plenty of those. Okay, so um, are we supposed to know this, who Miley, Emily, and Marcus? Are? Well, this is um, this is a dramatic reenactment of um, what happened when uh, Miley Cyrus officially became a bad girl. Now, do you want Open, voices? Open scene. Yes, please. Any any voice you want. It doesn't matter. Um, so, um, open scene. Bedroom. Miley Cyrus's place. Is Her this family family? Emily and Marcus are here. There are no bad words in it. You can edit okay. it out afterwards, okay? All right. All right. So, I play the part of Miley. Hi, I'm Miley, and I used to be so cute and precious that a major cable network made me a teenaged millionaire. Now I'm 19 years old and spending hours a day wearing a blonde wig and looking forlornly into the mirror, lamenting the sweet flower of youth. So you guys want to have a slumber party tonight? We could put on our most comfiest PJs and watch movies. Hi, I'm Emily, and I am your best friend. You may also have seen me in the Spy Kids movie. I think that kind of happy fun is a great way to spend our time together. Hey, I'm Marcus, and I love to party. I love that living in the fantasy land we call Hollywood makes people I love that I love that living in the fantasy land we call Hollywood makes people so artificial and fame obsessed that it's just understood you're only as hip as your latest debauchery. So how about this? We're gonna go score some saliva and get crunkified. Oh Marcus, you're so cute, but I am not sure about this. I've heard that saliva is incredibly hallucinogenic. It's salvia. Salvia is incredibly hallucinogenic. Oh, that, that for a few minutes you forget how to do everything. Can you imagine if you had to go to the bathroom? You wouldn't even remember how. Like, I know, but isn't it a teenager's job to experiment with different ideas and philosophies, hopefully coming through the experience safe and better informed about the world we live in? I think that's a yes. What's the worst that could happen? Three days later. Uh, 
one day later. Hey, Miley. Was that party cool or what? You didn't even go to the bathroom. Like, I know. I couldn't remember how. What bothers me is I still can't, and I had barbecue for lunch. Does my abdomen look swollen? It It was was totally worth it. it. We hope you enjoyed that dramatic reenactment of the night that Miley Cyrus made one of her poorest choices. Okay, I don't know anything about this. I have absolutely (laughs) no idea what that was about. Really? Really. I have no idea... Well, what the point of that? I guess is. the game's afoot. I'm taking all the blame for this. Sal- okay. <laughs> What's salvia? Yeah, I thought that was a learning center. Where um, Asian kids. Yeah, that go too. To. Sylvia. Yes, oh, yes okay. that's Sylvian, and uh, kids uh, actually become smarter than other kids at the Sylvian learning so, center. Lots of catch up to them. Miley lots Cyrus apparently did something. Miley bad. Cyrus. Um, salvia is a. Uh, Again, with the mispronunciation of words. No, salvia (laughs) is the way to pronounce it. Oh, okay. Um, uh, It is uh, a substitute for um, a leafy green substance that some people uh, abuse. Okay. Is this this K-19 or... um, No, this is... um, uh, No, there's something called K-2 that's synthetic. K-2, okay. And apparently that that stuff is really bad for you. That was a Chris O'Donnell movie. Yeah. Um, so, uh, this salvia, I believe is still, uh, all natural, but it's highly different. And apparently, um, um, if you, uh, if you inhale it or ingest it in any way, it, it basically makes you crazy for about, uh, five minutes. So she time. did this. So she did that. And that was actual audio. You want to hear it again? No, that well, was, a- that it. was actually Miley Cyrus. Oh, it was real, what? man. It was real. On, on one of Salvia. her shows? No, uh, they, were, it was, they were celebrating her 18th birthday party, and uh, she tried Salvia for the first time, apparently. No, is it and legal? Some, um, I think it's one of those that maybe they haven't made it illegal yet, but certainly it's, it's because it's so new that is you know, Congress hasn't gotten around to it. Um, legal. Uh, the first thing that comes up on the Google dropdown when you type is, is salvia legal in Texas? <laughs> <laughs> because K, K2... Texans want to know. Was was legal, but they... Um, because it was more of a... Someone discovered that you well, could get high off of it. It was sending people to a hospital, salvia. frankly. Yeah. It's an herb. Yes. Okay. Um, you can grow salvia. Mm-hmm. Much like you can milk anything with nipples, you can smoke anything that grows. Now, I, I might be a I really bad bill. idea. Can you milk me? I don't know. We can try after the show, but uh, hey, we got things to do. So um, anyway, I hope that uh, everybody appreciated that cautionary tale from Half Hour Wasted to your ear holes. Okay. So, yeah, that's uh, that's why your presents this year are so poor because I was spending time doing that. So, so, so this was the inspiration that hit you. When inspiration hits, I believe that was some of was it. Your that and and the <laughs> audio tweet was also inspiration. When inspiration hits you. Well, actually, you know, I've been wanting to do this for quite a while, but the inspiration this afternoon was some of the uh, um, some of the, the the dashed lines getting filled in. Okay, you know, some of the dialogue kind of filtering in. And so I sat down, I spent, I don't know, I probably spent 30 minutes writing that out. And then I had to produce those couple of uh, Was it worth it? Bits. <laughs> I have no idea. Ask uh, um, the listeners. I don't know. <laughs> Please rate the hey, Salvia. I've, I've always said, I, you know, <laughs> I'm not the first clashes. Do you okay? give the, the Miley Cyrus <laughs> it's Salvia something for the list. It's something for the listener 
to determine calmly and rationally in the comfort of Did their own Did we want to listen to a couple of listener voicemails first and then exchange presents? Yes. Or that yeah. Okay. No, let's voicemail. do the voicemails. Voicemail, voicemail, right, voicemail, voicemail. Buble. Not literally. We're not going to kill Michael Buble. But uh, just mean yeah, that, that would have been the second uh, segment let's do a short of one uh, first. Half Hour Weekly, Episode 5. Hey, guys. It's Joe Jans. Uh, I had a question for you. Uh, I don't know if this is Half Hour Waste or Half Hour Weekly. Uh, either one, I'm sure it's a viable topic. Uh, favorite brand of peanut butter. There you go. That's all you need. Favorite brand of peanut butter. Uh, subtopic, what do you put on your peanut butter that's uh, out of the ordinary? Uh, me, I like bacon, but then again, I'm from Iowa. Oh. So peanut butter bacon sandwich. Mm. If you haven't mm. tried one, do yourself a favor. Get some nice, thick-cut apple with smoke, uh, like honey, uh, glazed bacon. Oh. On some Jif peanut butter. Jif, particularly my favorite kind of peanut butter. So, uh, there you go. Launch it. Bye. Oh, son of a gun. By the way, hey, did you guys get his Christmas card? Yes. yes uh, thank by you. the way, Joe, you rock. You and the yeah. entire Jans family, including mm-hmm. your yeah, kids. Yeah, beautiful children. No yes. kidding. The, 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 her kid, uh, their kids. Her um, kid? They, their kids. They're not Joe's? They're just hers? They, they're, they're. Oh, okay. They're plural. Mm-hmm. Plural. Oh, they uh, are? They're. They they're, are with a comma? T-H-E. I mean, an... Yes, I'm done. <laughs> the Their kids. kids are are just virtual clones of mine, and it's it's crazy talk, man. It's wild. Oh, that's man. right. Uh, I know it's my. I I I will I will go to when my we had grave lunch with them that, about when that. that day. Uh, we it, it 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 felt very familiar. It actually felt like Zoe and Sage were there with us. Yeah, we God, got to speak. His kids. daughter yeah. is an aspiring actress, right. much like Zoe. Yes, right. and uh, the son was um, a cut up like like and, uh, and he liked <laughs> to, Sage, and he liked to climb up in Frank's lap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is just the uh, parallel. Yes, thank never you, end. Joe, for the Christmas card, and uh, thank you everybody else for thinking about sending us a Christmas card. And we mm-hmm. understand that you were busy, and it's a busy time of the year. But we want to double thank Am Joe I for to actually send the card. Do you guys? No, no. Okay, good. Um. My favorite kind of peanut butter is the one without peanuts. I don't have a brand specific peanut butter, and my favorite thing to put on my peanut butter. You mean creamy? Is, I love creamy. Okay. I don't like the peanuts in the peanut butter. Oh, you don't like the crunchy peanut butter? That's correct. I used to get that, but I'm down to creamy too. And I like putting uh, chocolate chip morsels on my peanut butter. Good call, oh, dear. Um, I don't have anything just completely out of the left field that I put on a peanut butter sandwich. But uh, I will absolutely uh, throw uh, bananas onto a peanut butter sandwich. I have peanut butter I've never and banana. Ever had a peanut butter and banana sandwich? I also did. Uh, Neither have I. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't plan on it because I, I absolutely hate bananas. Peanut butter and honey was also a, a bit of a player. Oh, hang on, we got to take a picture. I don't know if it's working. That's gonna be the top of your head, the way that the that angle you have it. At. Is that gonna be a three D picture? No. No. Brad got a new three D no phone. And uh, I don't watch the 3D because it hurts my head. Yeah. Really? Frank, what about you, peanut butter? Okay, peanut butter is kind of a weird thing. It's not one of my favorite snacks. I usually don't seek it out. Right. So, uh, like at home, You'd I'd rather have, have peanut Nutella. butter. Nutella is so good. Mm. But it's like that dark-skinned girl at work. <laughs> yes. Don't know if she's Hispanic, Indian, or Filipino. All you know that is that genius. she is hot. Hey. It's like a um, dark-skinned girl at work. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if I do eat peanut butter, not really a brand specific. I just like it cr- uh, s- cr- uh, smooth, a uh, creamy, okay. creamy. Uh, no brand specific. I'm just not a big peanut butter fan. Wow, uh, peanut butter and honey is also good too. I think I just said that 30 mm. seconds ago, didn't I? Mm. Yeah, I think so. We I have, win. We have an older voicemail to address. Harold Jennett. No, ten that hour, ten minute opus. 
That one is six minutes long. <laughs> Greatness. Harold, I will play it for Bill and Frank off the air. but uh, It's his feelings on the new 52. Yeah. I want to hear him. I'm probably on his side, or, or am I not? Later, we're not Uh-oh. gonna we're not gonna play it in. Harold, the show. are we gonna have to have words um, after this? Harold? No. I got two words Jet for it. you, Harold. Jet Jet. Jet. Let's do this one in in bits and pieces here. Okay. Hey, Brad, Frank, and Bill. It's Russ. I want to preface this by saying, Bill, I love you, Bill. Don't take a personal, Bill. There's always I a promise. but I after love this. You, um, but I think you may this is have old. been slightly or possibly grossly exaggerating the Marvel situation. Um, cutting 15 people is a big deal. I mean, you know, 15 people that don't have jobs anymore, huge, huge deal. But there's a lot of things going on in the market. I mean, Marvel has a lot of titles that are floating down towards that 12 to 20-some-odd thousand range, which is kind of unusual for them. Uh, they've canceled a bunch of titles. They've canceled some but that they've announced and never even shipped. So when you're canceling a bunch of stuff and you had editors and... and Hello? 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 What's up? Beginning to end, obviously, you don't really need... The other thing is with borders closing down, you've got less book outlets out there for all your trades and stuff to to deal with. Mm. And I would imagine that returns are a huge pain in the butt. Pause it. You know, the fact that they would be where I used to work in a bookstore. Yes. Are you, and returns are a big part of um, of the business in that, you know, if a book doesn't sell after a while, you can return it back to the publisher. Yes. And get credit for it. Uh, if a book doesn't sell well, y- you know, the, the publisher, the publisher doesn't make any money off of it. Uh, a lot of times if you go to those uh, to Barnes and Noble, they'll be that front part of the store where they have these books, where the bargain where, books, where the bargain books are. A yeah. lot of those are return books that have been marked down dramatically what to is- sell back to Barnes and Noble, which they'll, you know, hopefully sell at a better price and, you know, make a right, profit right. off of them. So, um, yeah, re- returns are a, a very big deal. And when a book doesn't sell, no one makes any money yeah. off of it. Now, I don't know about, about uh, Borders. I know that uh, you go into a Barnes & Noble, which I'm a fan of. Um, they do have, you know, graphic novels, certainly. Mm-hmm. But their selection is pretty limited. I mean, it's it, it's not like you can go in there and, you know, I'm looking for a specific trade paperback, and I know I'm going to find a Barnes & Noble. No, it's not like that. Well, that's what comic book stores are specialty stores. Right. Um, Bookstores, while they still are specialty, they're going to carry the most widest and most popular selection of comic book or, or trades right. to, to be sold. Now, so. okay, um, uh, let, me, uh, let me take that back, kind of. Um, uh, the Barnes & Noble nearest my house has a very small selection. The Barnes & Noble at the mall, about uh, 15 minutes north of us, mm-hmm. actually has a very impressive collection. Yeah, it's ginormous. So, yeah, so I'm sorry, I, I, I just it just hit me. So I wanted to, I wanted to take that back, and and you got to remember that it was going to the direct market that ended up s- saving the comic book industry back in when was that the seventies? Well, when they decided that you know if we forego the return and you make the investment in the comic book, yes, um, you know that's the only way we're going to make our money on that because people were return because companies, newsstands and stuff were sending back those comic books that weren't getting sold. No one was making money on those. I'm, I know I, I'm, I think I'm up to pimping this almost weekly, but uh, Jim Shooter's blog, jimshooter.com, has been um, 
through the, the month of October, he had a number of blog posts that dealt with distribution, and it's really fascinating. I mean, really, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. If you're a comic book fan, there his is not the only blog that you could read, but it's the one blog I, I would recommend to you that you should read. Mm-hmm. And I will spend um, as much time reading the comments. And then the comments sections, um, you know, have have real live. Uh, there's a lot of regulars that respond in the comments section to the point where I almost feel like I'm starting to know these people. But there are uh, you will have a Jim Salakrup, a Tom Brevoort, uh, you know, people like that will chime in on these blog uh, on these uh, uh, the response columns, these blog posts. But uh, that's exactly what they said. The the direct market pretty much saved the comic industry back in the late 70s but it ended up um it it is what is killing the industry right now and i think there's a lot of people that agree that if you can't find a wider distribution there there's so you know it worked for a generation uh the direct market thing because you had uh, fanboys who already uh had grown up on comic books that they got on spinner racks at the gas station the convenience store or the grocery store uh drugstore wherever um, so when it was time to go, uh, search those comics out to, to follow those comics, because like you said, they disappeared, you know, off spinner racks, they disappeared out of, out of, you know, your average stores. And now you can only find them at uh, an actual comic book shop. Um, so the people that had grown up with them at that point were more than willing to move to the, uh, uh, the direct comic book shop, um, you know, outlet. Um, but the side effect is fairly obvious that you've had an entire generation plus now of kids who've grown up without having uh, ready access to these comics. I mean, you know, man, now, when you were a kid I, and your mom I, took I, you to the I grocery would, store. I would debate that because of, uh, if you look at the 90s, which were a huge boom for comic books, and they weren't being sold in drugstores and stuff. You had to go to the specialty stores. You had to yes. go to the comic book stores. But that was, that was a huge growth That was a time. speculator bubble. It, it was still they were still selling comic books, you know, whether it was speculated or not. They were selling a lot of titles back then, and that's why there was so much crap during the nineties. Well, you, it, well, it was literally speculators. I mean, that's the reason yeah. why speculator or not, it was selling. Well, that's that, okay. That, well, yeah, but point. that's the reason why X Men number one sold seven million copies because people were buying five different copies. Also, you got to realize that that was the that was truly the nineties was an age of excess, and that's again. The 90s is my dark period for comics. Um, so I I have some 90s comics now. It's a dark now. period for everybody, dude. Well, but I didn't read comics in the 90s. That's what I'm trying to say. I didn't get back into them until the, the very early you know 2000s. And I'm glad I did. But... Um, um, but you're you know the age of foil covers and you know the age of of continuity uh that continuity was very, porn but, and, and, and and but that was also a very profitable time for the comic book companies i mean they you may look at it as a dark time but those companies were no no that's my dark period is what okay. i'm saying i i was not into the comic scene i didn't read comics in the 90s that's all i'm saying i'm not i'm not calling it a, a dark period for comics okay um, as you said, you know, speculation in the comics industry was wild. Now, you also had a time when Beanie Babies um, were selling for $2,000 on eBay. You also had a time when, um, you know, uh, uh, playing cards, um, you know, trading cards, uh, NFL, baseball, what have you. Um, speculators drove the prices of that, that stuff up. I mean, three years ago, you had speculators drive the price of oil up. And it came, well, it didn't come crashing back down to where it should have, but whatever, that's a different story. Well, that's a commodity. Um, that's not a... Um, but but the idea that the market did crash and um, you no longer have... I mean, what you're saying is valid, but the fact remains that kids spent an entire generation 
not seeing comic books when they're growing up. When you're a six-year-old kid, eight-year-old kid, ten-year-old kid, your mom drags you to the, the grocery store, and it's like, Mom, I'm going to be over here flipping through the Avengers while you get a head of lettuce. You know, you cannot do that now. It does not happen. Um, and, and I just, you, you've lost an entire generation of kids who conceivably picked it up. My, the first comic I ever bought was off a spinner rack at a, at, at a convenience store um, about two blocks from the apartment I lived in. I, I think what's going to kill the, the the physical comic book market is because Diamond is already suffering. They're they're not getting uh, they're, they're they're not sending out as many comic books as, as they used to, and it has a lot to do with digital. Yeah, and it has a lot to do with shipping a physical item from point A to point B. Yes, and and it, the digital will be the savior of the comic book industry. Digital certainly can save it. Now, unfortunately, I I my personal theory is that what needs to happen is you've got it uh uh i hate to just ape what other people say but shooter believes and i totally get this he believes the only way to save the comic industry is to expand the reach of the distribution and it could not be Why don't more you just marry well, the guy. only way to do well the only way to save comics in print form is to get them in front of people Mm-mm. they are not in front of people no how can you disagree with that because it's been proven, Bill. It's, what? It's been pr- uh, comic book sales have been declining. No matter how hard you try to get them out there, you do giveaways, you do free comic book day, yes, free comic but book you day. still have to you go promote it. You get it out there. It, uh, you put out movies that have licensed comic book heroes in it. Yes. that should get people excited about the run over to a, a comic book store. It doesn't happen. Well, do you think DVDs would sell as well if you could only find them at the local DVD shop? If you could not find them at Walmart, if you could not find them at the grocery store, if you could not find them here and there, if you could not find them, you know, you know, Costco, Walmart, you know, anything, you can find DVDs at gas stations. Yeah, that's okay. True. Now, whether they sell at gas stations, is, is that, that's not. Thing. Yeah, that, that's not part of my 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 theory here. Um, but my I mean, I mean, okay, okay, let's let's take magazine. Magazine sales have been declining. That's true. And and you can get magazines everywhere. You can get magazines just like you said at a gas yeah. station, at at a store, at at an airport, and stuff. Yeah. Magazine sales decline. Well, newspapers and magazines, uh, you know, and there's another one. Newspapers, you can get them anywhere. They are distributed everywhere. True. Go down the street, they are there, and, well, they, and they're cheap. Well, if, if that's, people don't want them, if if that's the point you're making, then what you're basically telling me is that the internet is not going to save comic books. The internet is killing comic books. You're going to get comic books in a different way, and and I agree with that. I hope it's a long, long time before that happens. I I. I still hold out hope that um, maybe people will pull their uh, pull their heads out of their booties as far as distribution goes. I still think that you're never going to have the heyday of comics from the 60s and 70s. There's there's too many other yeah. things for kids to do. I think we can certainly agree on that. Mm-hmm. But the idea that comics, it's a slow death spiral and there's no way to get around it. I think there is a way to make comics more... Uh, there's a way to sell more comic books than what they're doing today. There, there's a way... There's a way, you know, where a big print run of comics is 80,000, you know, for the entire world. Um, I think you could easily, you, you might be able to double or treble that if you make comics available in the most normal places. Mm-mm. And I don't think that'll ever happen because that would require a distribution system that was so corrupt towards the end of the 70s that it almost killed the business in the first place. Um, very interesting read. There's a guy, uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember his name. It's not Phil Suling. Um, but the uh, a gentleman who runs Mile High Comics, 
Um, he had a blog post linked off. I, I, I found it by linking to it from the Shooter blog, so I can't tell you exactly where it is. But he, uh, he had a number of blog posts stretching over uh, weeks or a few months where he basically detailed um, his entrance into the direct market community. You know, Mile High Comics, if you've ever read a comic book, Mile High Comics has been around for a generation plus now. They mm-hmm. were probably one of the first big, you know, local comic book <laughs> shops. Uh, Edgar Church. Uh, if Brad's he was bored with this, we don't have to keep going. Brad walked away. Brad, come back. Finish, finish. I'm going to go get, um, you know what, Frank, just take the show over. I'm going to go get the cable. My my computer's almost out of juice. I okay. need it for the tweet. Play play the rest of the uh, of the voicemail. Okay, kind of wishing I'd done that about five minutes ago. Okay, so here we go. warehousing a ton of of books just sitting in their warehouse that people have to deal with and costs and dealing with the returns and stuff like that. If you chip that down and keep it, you know, kind of lean mean, so to speak then you don't need as many folks around dealing with all of your, your, you know, print publication and stuff. So it I says think that here, Marvel uh, turned the battle a little bit. I mean, yeah, they're still profitable, but every profitable company has that division that kind of is, is a bit of a dog. Um, and I think in Marvel's case, on a smaller scale, the division, quote-unquote, that's a dog, are just some of these low-tier books that they're looking to kind of um, just, just chip away at. So um, I'm... You know, I don't think it's any reason to panic. I don't think it's, you know, big, bad, horrible business practice or anything like that. Um, also, I think comparing Marvel to Pixar is probably like apples to oranges. I mean, Pixar, very, very different uh, different operation. I would imagine there are probably more folks that work for Pixar than work for Marvel at this point. Um, you know, being that they do a lot of hardware, they do a lot of software, they have a lot of infrastructure, they've got creative, all that kind of stuff. Plus... You know, releasing a Pixar movie is like a you know press, a press for printing cash. Um, you know, they they don't release movies that don't make a boatload of of cashola. So, um, so that that's my thought on that. So, love the show, guys, and uh, I'll I'll see you soon. Talk to you. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Well, I like apples and oranges, so that's just me. You know, I'm an equal opportunity guy. Mm-hmm. So, should we? Uh, should we do Christmas presents before Brad gets tired of that, too? <laughs> Let's do Christmas presents. I thought we were providing the only good content of the episode for a couple of minutes there. But no, I think it's I been gold. Right. All yeah. of it, even that conversation is gold. I just started getting a headache. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh... All right. Yeah. Well, I think we made sometimes our Sometimes we go on. We can let the yeah, audience, sometimes we go on too long. Uh, yeah. Okay, Brad, you want to go first? Okay. two very nice bags. Yes. Keep, keep them upright. Kay. Okay. And... The blue bag is for mm-hmm. Bill. You guys have to open them at the same time. Gotcha. Okay. okay. This is for Frank. <laughs> Keep them Yay. upright. Okay. Mm-hmm. And three, two, one. They are pulling the. Careful now. When you re- remove it, you can remove the the. Uh, <laughs> turn it around. Turn it around, Bill. You can uh, remove the <laughs> remove the uh, the rubber bands. You can remove the rubber bands. Wow. Now let's, uh, what is it? I have Eau de Malo. It's homemade aftershave. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's homemade aftershave. That's great, now, man. Now, I need some. Now, watch this, Bill. Give it a little. 
Okay. Frank, do it a yeah, little. Yeah, give it a little kinda, swishy, swishy. Yeah, okay, swish okay. it up. It kind of looks like uh, now, a nice Italian dressing. Now, oh, Frank, yours has stuff in it. Yeah, so it does yours, have. Bill. So does yours. If you look closely, um, you can see. Yes. Read, read the front. Read the front, Bill. Yeah. Read okay. the front. Okay. Well, uh, mine is uh, aftershave. It is pizza and citrus aftershave. So, so is Frank. So is mine. Oh, okay. Yes. Cool. Okay. And uh, do you want to know the ingredients? Yeah. Read. Uh, well, hang on. Okay. Frank, read the ingredients of yours. Certainly. Mine is. Read along, Bill. Puerto Rican rum. Witch, Witch hazel. hazel. Nice. Crushed, crushed red. Oh, sorry. Uh, crushed red peppers, cumin, parsley, salt, free garlic, and herb seasoning. Italian seasoning and ground organic. Uh, uh, oregano and bay leaves. And yours has an additional ingredient. Oh, mine does come with the most important ingredient: sage. Oh, I added sage to now. Yeah. Now here's the thing. Yes. Um. Oh, look at the look at the little quote at the bottom on the back. It stings the nostrils in a good way. <laughs> That's from Anchorman. <laughs> this is um and I said pizza and citrus because there's an orange peel in there. Okay. Uh if you look closely, oh, Yay. you can see it on the bottom. Okay, there's yeah. a little plastic pizza slice Sweet. floating in the bottom. <laughs> okay. You've got beads with your names spelled Yay. out in there. Mm-hmm. Um if you actually want to use this as aftershave, you yeah. got to give it about four weeks to to set and ferment. Okay. Okay. Now, can we smell it? Sure. Okay. I'm um, opening mine right now. Yeah. Now, I found a, a recipe for homemade yes. uh, aftershave. Rum and witch hazel is the okay. base for most aftershaves that I found. Whoa. Woo, boy! That's uh, that's some strong aftershave there, boy. <laughs> yeah. So you might want to give it. You might want to give it. Oh four, my god! You might want to <laughs> give it. Fred, that's horrible. <laughs> it's uh, Frank was borderline retching over there. Oh it's, my god! Uh, it's homemade. <laughs> it's homemade. It's uh, you guys love pizza. Merry Christmas. I love pizza. You guys and love pizza. I love this. It's homemade aftershave. Yeah. You know whether or not you actually use it is up to you guys. All it is right. going to go on my shelf right. of honor. Thank you, bro. Oh, heck um, yes. Oh no. my god, that's horrible. I could <laughs> smell it from here. I could. It might leak. So keep it upright. Keep it upright. All right. <laughs> did you see the little pizza slice at the yeah, bottom? I did. Yes, I did. Brad, you're now, beautiful. Now, Just I have beautiful. to. I have to give a credit where credit is due. I did this with uh, with my daughter Allison. Um, she what it was her idea to find yeah. things to put in the bottom. Okay. Okay. So I addition, saw my initials. Yeah, we found lettered beads. Yours says B I L O. Yeah. Yours says Frank. And then we found little plastic pizza slices to okay. put in the bottom. Ash, um, thank you very much. Allison, Allison, Allison contributed. So thoughtful. Um, so yeah, it actually cleaned my sinuses. Yes, yeah, you got it. You got to give it four weeks to set. Oh my God. Okay. To, to actually work. So, you know, whether you like I said, whether you use it or not, yeah. it's up to you. Rum and witch hazel are the basis for most of the homemade aftershave <laughs> recipes that wow. I found on the internet. So. Um, you know, Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> That's really interesting. That is I, a I, great homemade gift. I had no and I actually, idea. I, I literally put all those things. You can see the spices. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me see it one more time. Uh, you know what? I love the labels. I like yes. the ba- well, Your I took, label has your face on I it, like too. The well, it's, too. It is O de Milo. <laughs> o de Milo. O de Milo. <laughs> and if you... Okay, oh, I'm going gonna, gonna to refresh my memory on how it smells, because it's been a Okay, it's don't been a spill it on your keyboard. Oh... Could oh, you? Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you need to come up with. You need to come up with the ode yeah, to stout. half hour wasted. That's stout boys. 
<laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, no. You need a baby Now, with wife. my luck, it's going to fall in my car and drip. And I'm Keep it upright. <laughs> no, get really hammered and accidentally drink it. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't let your child open that up. Right. Oh, my gosh. Man, put a lock on that thing. That, that Brad, does the best the Christmas gift you have good ever way. given us. That is tremendous. Ever. Uh, pizza, pizza, and si- and it's just got f- the one little orange peel on the bottom. That's my that's favorite present. That's my favorite Christmas present so far this yes. year. That's awesome. So I don't Merry know if Christmas, yours guys. Mine, I love buddy. you. Love you too, Brad. Love you guys. Mine's so much poorer than this. Now mine is right here. I have to. Well, have to I'll hand take. It to the I'll guys. take photos and we'll and we'll put them up yeah. on the. Very good. I'll put them in the thread on the website and I'll tweet good. the photos. Um, mine is in this uh, thirty-two ounce Taco Bell cup. Right, and I have. Bills By the way, okay. there's a KFC up at Spring Creek and Coit. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yes, yeah. When you that's, guys were were talking about yeah. That stuff. I was googling fried chicken. That's a uh, <laughs> that's a at Google Maps. That's a minor haul from here. But if you're heading kind of north, it's anyway, actually then, closer to that than yeah. it is to gotcha the down. Popeyes down the way. Really? Yes, okay. It is. Huh. Okay. I'll give Brad yours first. Okay. Um, I needed something that represented you and Bill. Okay. And I had to think that through oh, and, and see. And it had to be homemade. I, I was can also still part smell of that aftershave. No. You got to smell it for a while. Yeah. So, uh, that being said, Brad, I'm going to give you first. Okay. And then Bill's second. Okay. Um, Brad, here you go. Let's see if I can get it out. We're at 57 minutes, by okay. the way. This is you. Ah, <laughs> nice. It's, nice. A, it's a twist tie version of Brad. I gave it a big head. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Brad Good. does it's have a, a big a signature head. Twisty stick figure. Holding a smartphone. Yes. And, Brad, you, I know you love your phones. I do. So it is you <laughs> using your... <laughs> look, look, Bill. Look at the smartphone. Isn't that awesome? Dude, that's great, man. That's and now, awesome. And now for Bill... It's an Android, too. It's perfect. Now, I Bill... I like phone. Again, right no, no surprise. Twisty type person of you. But he's holding a book, and I think the book is the joke on there. Yes! <laughs> what, is it? what does the book say? Oh, heck yeah. Dude, that is genius. What does the book say? It says Dune Two Worm Envy. I didn't. <laughs> I did. I don't know the Dune universe that well, and I didn't want to put just Dune. Yeah. So it's Dune Two Worm Envy. Actually, Frank, everybody knows that the second Dune book is Dune Messiah. Oh, that's it's awesome. the shortest book of the six. It's only Worm Envy. Yeah, that's it's fantastic. only two hundred. It's only two hundred eighty-seven pages. And I have it, it on good authority. Yeah. That Bill actually does have Worm Envy. <laughs> I do. That was the best thing about Transformers 3, by the way. Uh, so, anyway, oh, so as awesome. you can right. see, that's fantastic. Uh, uh, hastily made at home. That's um, fantastic. Dude, I, I love, love it. it. That, talk about a, a place of honor in my house. <laughs> you know what? Well, I it. can keep him right here on the mic oh, stand yeah, each and every time we record. Dang it, I'm going to be following you to the KFC after we're done here. Uh, well, I, um, um, uh, I know what Frank likes. I know what Brad likes. I ignored all that. Um, uh, Brad had recently uh, gotten rid of many of his comic books. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did. I did. and so I figured, what what would what would a friend do? I figured a friend would get Brad another comic book. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so uh, here's yours, and you. here's yours. Okay, thank now, you. And uh, please feel free to open it. Okay, you know? but before right. we do, Brad, so describe yeah, your bag, bag because it's pretty awesome. Mine yeah. has a little ducky. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> on it with wheels. <laughs> yeah. It's a gift bag. And yeah, uh, yeah. no, has I a, like it. Oh, it's got a baby side, rattle yeah. on the sides yeah. too. Thank you, Bill. And oh, mine just has a I mean, has a Christmas Gaga village Bill. on it. Right. I totally flipped a coin and Brad lost. That's why Frank has the Christmas Thank you. Uh, one. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome, sir. Okay. 
All right, fantastic. Oh, I got Shazam number one. Right. Ooh, I got Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. <laughs> right. <That's> fantastic. <laughs> um, here I'm. Getting, in fact, I'm going to read from my comic book that Bill made. Bill made this. Okay. 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 From Shazam number one. Okay. So I open it up. Opening panel. Shazam in his costume that's not quite on him. Right. Yeah. He pushes a button. He sees a button that says "Do not press," and he says. What does this button do? The next panel, boom! <laughs> Bill, this <laughs> is fantastic. Look, it's, a, it's, uh, even, it's a nuclear explosion, by the way. <laughs> Mine even kind of looks like, you know, him swinging with, <laughs> with the Jack Kirby pose. That's awesome. That is right. so I'm gonna open so mine up. Sad. <laughs> First panel, uh, it's Spider-Man pointing at a button on the wall that says "Do not press," and his his thought bubble says, "What's this button do?" <laughs> And then the next panel on page two says, boom, and it's in a big explosion. <laughs> the end. That's fantastic. Oh, so, this is the best Christmas ever. This is awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, I'm going to leave the gift bag here, but I'm going to take no my problem. comic. No I'm going to do the same thing. If you guys need a bag and a board for those, I, I've got a couple extras around. No, i got to so. ask you on my Shazam right there. Yes. Look at this costume. Why does it look like it's it's... It's a little it's off because though. I drew it in like 15 seconds. That's why I love it. <laughs> I love Thank it you too. for going to the trouble. You're most and he knows, with the webs. And he knows our favorite heroes <laughs> yeah, too with the webs. That's yes. awesome. Thank Spidey you, Spidey and, and uh, Shazam, Captain Marvel. Heck yes, Ooh. boys. What's so. this button do? <laughs> yes, I've always wanted to do that. That skit. is fantastic. Thank so, you so I'm much. Very happy about that. Okay, you can't tell me this is the best Christmas. No, this present. has been awesome. This has this been, been awesome. a very good one. I can't believe I have that uh, stinky crap. <laughs> It'd be even hey, better. You know, put it on your shelf. You got to let it ferment. Yeah. Like I said, whether you use it or not is up to you. Um, you know, if, if you start dating a girl who likes pizza, yeah. You know, there you go. And aftershave. I'm gonna she try likes one pizza more time. I'm shaving. Gonna, I'm gonna try one more yes. time with the smell. Mm. Here we go. Oh, that is awful. <laughs> that is awful. I love how you say that. Well, well, you that said is. we got to wait four weeks. It's all good. Yeah, maybe it'll. You know, it does smell like a pizza, though. It does and a hobo. Like a pizza <laughs> pizza oh, and a hobo. Goodness. I got to say, I am proud of the labels. You should be. You the should the be. labels that's, make it. That's a, that is an awesome little. And then the, uh, the says, little, little after, container it's in. It says aftershave in English and yes. in Spanish. Ah. Para después del afeitado. For I, after the shave. <laughs> for after the shave. Yeah. And, um,. Yeah, I mean this is this is like a collector's item. someday yeah, you're going to be famous. Yours actually has, and I'm gonna has bits sell it on of eBay. sage, pieces of sage in there, so bits great. of real sage, bits, so, you so you know it's, it's good. good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going on eBay Ooh, right when I get home. It's a formidable scent. <laughs> oh man, it stings the nostrils. That's so great in a good way. Okay, well, guys, <sighs> we have one more thing, I think, right, Bill? Yes. Um, but with that, I guess, and Brad, you wanted to end the show a certain way, I'm going to end right? the show a certain way. Okay. Um, adult uh, parents and guardians, put the children to bed. <laughs> if they hear it, you know, it's uh, it's probably okay. But, you know, this is for you. warned. This is for you uh, adults. Yeah. And it's nothing you haven't heard before. I hope you've heard it. But it's fun. Um, but anyway, Merry Christmas to, to, to you guys. Mm-hmm. What, what do you got there, Bill? Um... I have uh, one of these things. Oh, let's yes. L- let's also share this. Um, the three of us actually get to spend a few hours together on Christmas Day. That's yeah. right. Thanks to Harley and stuff. Thank you very yeah. much. 
Are Bill, we supposed? Uh, are we supposed to bring something? Do we know yet? She she hasn't had a chance to write the email. Okay. She will either tonight or tomorrow. Um, Frank's uh, family is obviously out of town. Bill's uh, family is out of town, mm-hmm. and so, um, and most of my Christmas happenings are going to be Christmas Eve. And so Harley invited the three of us and our friend John Snicker, yes, who is a is Harley's riding buddy. That's both, right, the ride Harley. They, they both have Harleys. Uh, so we're going to be able to to have Christmas uh, lunch together. So that I'm looking forward to that too. Yay! So honestly, um, you know, Frank and I were talking about this again uh, earlier today, and man, ham sandwiches on Wonder Bread is tremendous. It, it's it's about getting together. But if she wanted to do something a little more traditional, I would be more than happy to bring over some. Well, she's gonna some mashed taters or. She said she would write know, an email and, or and say, "Hey, you know, if you can bring this, great." Cool. All right. What do you got for us? Um, I have. Um, you know, now I don't even want to do this because the show's been so good up till now. No, do it. All well, right. there have been ups and downs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's been ups and downs. You're gonna have to pop me up for this, by the way. Here we okay. go. Oh, yes. There we go. We're back. I forgot about the tweet. I've missed that. Yes, I have. Uh, I've missed it. Yes, I've missed it. Bill's audio Twitter. So, uh, how about that airline food? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> yes. The old airline food uh, tag. That's always good. I have missed those audio tweets. It may not have been very good content. What's I've the got deal? One, I've, yeah, I've got one more good idea for the audio tweet. Um, it's actually the first audio tweet. It's the idea that gave me the idea for the audio tweet to begin with. I've never done that one. And one of these days, maybe... Um, um, you know, I'll, uh, I'll pull it out one of these days and I'll actually fashion it together. Okay. I had an issue though, uh, getting the, uh, the, the tweet files, uh, from my backup drive onto my computer. Um, I'm too dumb apparently to figure out how exactly to get, uh, the old projects. Um, because I'm able to pull the I'm able to pull the old uh, tweets, um, which were on my computer before my computer decided to melt down. I, I erased it and started from scratch. I made a backup, blah, blah, blah. So um, I was able to get a tweet into the computer, but I wasn't able to get it into the computer in its uh, layered form, you know, as in music's on, you know, music's on one channel or, you know, and then uh, like the voice is on a different track. And so I can actually mix them together that way. So I, I had to I had to really fudge it technically. Okay. So I'm sorry. What was show. that? I miss that too. Don't get me started. I miss my kids, man. <laughs> I mean, I told Zoe. I said she's asked me a couple times what I want for Christmas. I said, you know what I want for Christmas? I want you. I want you to get mom's cell phone and send me. You know, send me a message. You know, yeah. fire that camera up and let me see your little your little face and get your brother in there too. That's what I want for Christmas. Yeah. So I'm pretty glad that I get to spend it with uh, some good buddies. Um, as It'll it be is. fun. And uh, <laughs> we get the added uh, benefit of uh, enjoying. Now, this episode's going to air uh, too late for this, but um, on the chance you have a time machine and you set it back in time about mm, 14 hours, um, then you might be able to go uh, watch the uh, Mavericks uh, 
against uh, the Miami Heat at uh, 1.30 p.m. Central Time on ABC. That's cool. a Christmas present. Um, the Christmas no, present today uh, on Christmas Day this year will be basketball. This episode's going to be published on Christmas morning. Oh, okay. That, All right. Yeah. Well, in that case, hey, if you're listening to this episode right now <laughs> and it just posted, you got about six hours before uh, the Mavericks game starts. So, uh, hey. Uh, Brad, Brad I, I will ask that Harley uh, have the uh, festivities strictly structured and uh, <laughs> timed out to the T to make things uh, more interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now we're going to drink our tea. Ready? Drink. Okay. okay. Now okay. everyone. Okay. Right, 30 seconds. 30 yeah. seconds. Okay. Yeah. 15. Okay. 10 seconds. Okay. Everybody stand by to put your cups down. Five, four, three, two, one. And cups down. Well, right. she is a. Tightly structured. She is a producer and she yeah. does True. deal with that on, on a daily basis. Yeah. But uh, I don't think she brings that to her home life. It is funny how producers under outside life are yeah. very disorganized oh, and yeah. stuff because they do not want to oh, deal like with that. See, you should see her closet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the exception of her shoes, she has each yeah. a pair of her shoes in a plastic box with a picture yeah. of the shoes on the outside of the box. She's one of those. Oh yeah. man, she have like little drawer boxes for shoes. Yeah, uh, no, they're called shoe boxes. Oh, well, it's totally different. Um, we'll buy. Are we done? Yeah, are I think done? so, okay. guys. Very yeah. start Merry the Christmas music to you. And let's say Merry Christmas to our listeners, man. Guys, thank you yeah. so much for listening. We appreciate it. We are back. 251 will be normal half hour wasted nonsense mm-hmm. and uh as far as we know yeah and um never shall half hour weekly appear again maybe, maybe. <laughs> i hope not yeah. unless we <laughs> unless we live past the uh the the, the, uh, the changing of the mayan calendar in which case episode 301 will probably be a uh, half hour weekly episode five so <laughs> stand by for that um we'll we'll forego the the normal closing music and all that stuff and we'll We'll leave you with uh, one of my favorite ah, yes. uh, Christmas bits, mm-hmm. uh, courtesy of a Saturday Night Live rehearsal uh, from Steve Martin and uh, Paul Simon. And again, uh, you know, I'm stalling so you can shove your kids out the out the <laughs> out the room. And, you know, it's not it's it's Saturday Night Live. Humor. It's adult oriented. It's late night. humor. Yeah. Yeah, it's suggestive. Exactly. Deal with it. Suggestive is a good word. Yeah. So That's it. No big deal. Mommy, what's suggestive? I'm going to read Dune 2. I'm going to need a magnifying glass. Thank you, Frank. You bet. Thank you, um, Brad, for the cologne. You're welcome. Yes, Thank sir. you, Thank you guys. The the uh, Merry Christmas to, to you guys and to everybody else. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style, in the air, there's the feeling of Christmas. People passing, children laughing, and for mile after mile, on every street corner, you'll hear. Silver bells, silver bells, it's Christmas time in the city.
night, my child looked up at me and said, Uncle Steve, he didn't know I was his father. I didn't know for sure either. I just assumed I was. I'd had his mother so many times and in so many different ways. The gods were with me. Anyway, he looked up at me and said, what does Christmas mean to you? And I said, Lemuel, Christmas is a time for giving, a time for receiving, a time for eggnog and rum, a time for cutting down trees and hanging plastic doodads on them and watching them die slowly in your living room, catch fire and burn down your house and all your possessions. It's a time for buying things that haven't sold all year long, wrapping them up in shiny paper and giving them to your friends, return them and find out you got it on sale. They can only exchange them for things of equal value, like charcoal briquettes or matchbooks with other people's names on them. A time for giving your wife that special coat she always wanted. Those seals didn't need their fur anyway. What do they want it for? They're dead already. It's a time for eggnog and brandy, and driving home on icy streets, accidentally nudging the car next to you off the bridge into the frozen river, watching the car sink, seeing the bubbles float up under the water. It's time to sip an eggnog martini and think about the poor and talk of feeding the naked and clothing the hungry. Time to get Christmas cards from all your friends that consolidated and allied an acme. Time for seeing all those happy children sitting on Santa's lap at Toyland, thinking to yourself, it's a time for parties at the office with eggnog and vodka. Telling your boss what you really think of him while he gets a perfect Xerox of your wife's rear end. A time for sitting by the hearth, sipping eggnog and tequila, with your feet up on a burning log, realizing that Uncle Walt has been in your garage for 45 minutes with the car running say to yourself, damn, Uncle Walt, you were supposed to bring me back more eggnog. And that, Lemuel, is what Christmas means to me. Soon it will be Christmas Day.